Hey, hey, hello, this is Shiny Happy Radio, joining you again for another Happy Friday. My name is DJ Saratoan, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Callum Valentine. We're going to be here for the next hour and a bit, bringing you a whole load of tunes to get you in that Friday mood. That was Syl Johnson with We Did It. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I think it's from, not that I can remember the label right now, but it's whatever label Al Green was on. Um, that's, that's what Syl Johnson belonged to at that point in the 70s. And did you know that Syl Johnson actually um, had the most successful version of Take Me to the River by Al Green? So Al oh, really? Green's single like, kind of languished in obscurity and it was Syl Johnson's single that made it a hit, but it's now the Al Green version that's famous. So yeah, nice. there's your little fun fact. So how are you this week? I'm very well, how are you? Uh, coming to the end, I was feeling really, really good yesterday. Okay. Um, <laughs> because like I got my presentation done and I, I was made I've been made a presentation and we were meant to be doing like 20 to half an hour this is a group presentation and I went our group went for 50 minutes 
Jesus. And I went up and I made like the most slides because I was like, oh yeah, I'll just put the slides up without much on them and I'll just start talking when I see them. Well, I'd made. Yeah, you'll just put like bullet points on. It was just pictures and I hadn't oh, looked wow. at the slides at all before I presented them. Like I just made them and been like, I've had enough. <laughs> So I went up and just had no clue what I was talking about, but I just didn't care. It was just like... <laughs> so what did you do? Did you like end up saying more than you were meant to or less? I think it, the main problem was that I just had absolutely no clue what I'd already said and what I hadn't said and like no concept <laughs> of how long I'd spent talking and like whether they actually cared about hearing about like my Excel calculations and the, the assumptions I had to make to do the, the maths on the stuff. That's rough. Were you the last person in your group to stand up and talk? No. Um, <laughs> I was the, <laughs> the second. There was four of us up there. And, like, the first girl, like, she went on for ages. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, now I've got to go. And by the time we sat down, I'm like, we were up there for 50 minutes. <laughs> and the other group still had to go. And how long did you say it was meant to take? 20 minutes to half an hour. Oh, my God. Yeah. I've not had a um, group-type presentation like that for a long time. The last thing I can remember is doing speeches. Um, and that's always classic for overrunning because people are told that they have, like, a minute to do a speech. And they go on for, like, five minutes every single time. And it's... I mean, this wouldn't happen in a presentation like you're doing unless you went on, like, for a really long time. But mm -hmm. seeing, like, a teacher or whoever who is, like, adjudicating the process... Um, go in and saying your time's up. You've got five. You've got ten seconds left. Time thing. It's the cringiest thing ever. <laughs> Talking about that, that reminds me. The I don't know if you've paid any attention to the the do selections that are happening right now. Oh, I have. Yeah. Well, the, I was watching some little clips of the hustings, and someone I voted for actually dared I think speak for more than a minute by looks of things, and they were like, "Please wrap it up, please." <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's so awkward. Who was it? Went for more than a minute. Um, the guy that I that I'm really behind, uh, Adam, in the, on his campaign, yeah, Adam, yeah. Um, have you read about what he's doing? Well, funnily enough, it was like all the people who like I voted like a week ago. Okay. Uh, um, I voted the day that the things opened, and I just went on and read all the manifestos, yeah. and decided who I was voting for. But Good the funny man. thing is, all the people in my circle who have been reposting stuff have all been reposting the people that I just picked just off the merit of their manifesto so i presume you picked adam then oh absolutely best oh, manifesto you well you know i won't be re revealing who i voted for because this is meant to be a um oh shit well, well, no by the time this the, by the time uh this is out uh it'll be closed yeah, so I, we're allowed it's to tr it's true it's true it's actually like as we're recording it's closed i think it may be closed a couple hours ago but yeah i thought adam's policy on the drugs is really interesting i'm I'm curious to see if it actually, um, like I know that the, the drug packs themselves work, but will the university will it actually work in the university? Will the university be happy to take this on? Because it's the kind of thing where the university just thinks that they're uh, this is a backwards mindset. Mm -hmm. But we live in a country that still criminalizes drug users when it's a health problem. So I'm curious to see whether they actually can the plan can take effect. Yeah. Um, did you see the bloke that was like the only candidate for independent member of the court? 
No, I didn't. I didn't bother voting for that. So this is one candidate, and no, why? What, did you have something interesting to say? Oh, mate, <laughs> his manifesto was so based. It was just like I don't like bullshit. <laughs> oh, actually, no, I did read that. Oh, yeah, I did. And he was like, the un- and the union told me to remove the second half of this word. And it was just like, this bloke's just a way to go in and be a complete pain in the neck to all of like, <laughs> upper university management. But what happens there? Like, so it's, it's either he gets the role or enough people vote to renominate, right? I voted for him. I was like, I'd love this dude to be in there, like giving Gillespie yeah. and all that hard time, like... But but is that his job as well? Like, will he actually be able to go face to face with Gillespie? It's the it's the university court, so it's like all of the management um, and all the like deans of the various schools have to have to go, and it's where they discuss their overall mm-hmm. policies and stuff like that. And I think the capacity of the the student member or the independent member for decision making might be limited, but they certainly get to go in there and have a say. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, the whole system is more interesting than I thought it was. And I thought it was a good read checking through people's manifestos, but my choices were pretty clear. Yeah. So there's definitely a bit of a socialist uprising going on. That's always likely though. Yeah. Always likely. So we could say that Shiny Happy Radio supports the communist broadcast. I don't know, maybe we'll be forced into saying that. (laughs) I could be part of the socialist uprising. That might be what this whole new managerial post is all about, Owen. You don't know what's going to hit you. Next tune. Do it.
definitely not two step this week. What was that? Yeah, we are. We've um, gone to a galaxy far, far away. That was stoned and starving by the Parquet Courts, who I still haven't listened to properly. I think. Are you not into them? I've. I, I'm the same. Like I've listened to a few of their songs. Uh, Mark's pretty into them. I think. Um, yeah. I know that Walter was really into them. I, my old flatmate. Hello, Walter, if you're listening. Um, I remember him and his mate went along to a gig, and I was, I was, that was it. In my head, I got you mixed up with Dylan Chalmers because Dylan saw Walter at the Parquet Courts gig and was laughing about his interaction with him, and I thought for some reason it was you that had seen him. So that, that was why I got confused. Um, but I think that's still maybe the only Parquet Courts song I have saved on my entire library, and it's just because I was reading that um, music th- book that every musician ever should listen should read on. And it was mentioned. So there you go. And what was it before that? It was Wake Up Christine by the Julies. Okay. Which I remembered I had. Uh, It got re-released a few years ago and I was like, oh yeah, I have this. Let's play a bit of obscurity on the radio. Yeah, it's, it's this, it's, it says 2021 on Spotify, but is it older than that? Is it a reissue? It is, is that older. When it came out? Um, I think it came out, it's an EP. I think it came out in the late 90s. Okay, right. So it was just like a sort of reissue job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, okay, I got you. I think in before, while I've got the chance, we should mention Demsfest properly since it's uh, incoming so it's, tomorrow. Yep. Um, I'm still down for going. Uh, yeah. I don't know anyone personally who's going other than the Dems That's crew. mad. Well, a lot of people have been saying to me, and I think it's just because it, it is a little bit sort of uncanny the way it exists, that it's at a set location and you're not having to stay in a hotel, but it is in effect a festival. It's all day. Yeah. Um, and I think people in Dundee are not quite used to the idea of a festival in Dundee. Yeah, that kind of su- suggests uh, how long a hibernation period it's been. Well, there's the Dundee. big weekend and there's yeah. DDE, but you don't have to pay for DDE and big weekend put on by BBC. So like... <laughs> and and big weekend, am I not right in thinking that because... Or, either because of our postcode we get free tickets or priority tickets i can't it's remember prior, it's definitely not free it's priority i, th- I want to say that pr- in the past it was maybe free maybe the people of law keel get free tickets because they're right yes. next to right next to camperdown park but yeah maybe actually. It'll prob- are you going to think about going to that uh probably not I don't. Mm. I don't remember anyone on the lineup being particularly Niall Horan, standout. Mate. Niall Horan. Yeah, they got the wrong. They got the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure Harry Styles was actually meant to play in Dundee three years ago. And yeah, well, that's the thing. Was, um, like, BBC biggest. He's he's weekend, touring yeah. when big weekends happening, and and they didn't get him. No. It's yeah, it's it's Anne Marie, Arlo Parks, Lewis Capaldi. Mm-hmm. Remember him? Um, Niall Horan, Ray, Ray, I think I can't remember you say her name. She's got some good tunes. Um and the, the nineteen seventy five. Oh and great, then, the nineteen seventy five. Then also oh, also Jonas Brothers. 
The Jonas yeah. Brothers. Yeah. Rudimental too, actually. What? There's so is it, it's not the big weekend, here, it's the, the 18-year-old uh, weekend out in town. Oh, you're so cynical, man. I wish I was there. I'd definitely be going. And I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see if they put together a local stage, because I think there was some mention of that. They've got Jess Glynn playing. Why the fuck is I Jess think, Glynn playing? I don't know. 30 oh. Seconds to Mars. I mean, are they taking the piss? Where did they get this lineup from? It's 30 Seconds to Mars, Jared Leto. Yeah. <laughs> Jared Leto and Dundee. I never thought I'd see the day. Wonder if, wonder if he'll bring his bulge. His bulge? <laughs> Do you not know that Jared Leto's got a massive cock? Uh, no, I can't say I did know that. No. Every day's a school day with you, huh? Yeah. Oh, self-esteem's playing, to be fair. And they've made her small. Like... Yeah, the... The, well, that's the thing. The classic thing about lineups is that you look at them and you check. Some, often the small names are actually the ones you know more than the big ones. I mean, self-esteem, um, Arlo Parks, um, maybe the Jonas Brothers are like the only people. I I'd see Inhaler there, Ashley Coe as well, Zara Larson. Yes. Oh well, Dems first. If you've not got a ticket, you should go. It's not, it's not sold out, has it? Uh, no, but it's like the numbers are looking pretty tasty, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd have been surprised had it not been a, a huge attendance. But I also would have been surprised if it had sold out because the capacity will truly be huge. It's, I think it's like a thousand people at the Union. Yeah. I mean, can so, you imagine yeah. the Union toilets with a thousand people? I don't want to imagine that one. That's why I'm not coming back. <laughs> There's 652 members on Resident Advisor. And okay. I think members only shows when you book a ticket with an account. So potentially like 800 people. It'll be massive. It'll be massive. Good luck to them. Yeah, brilliant.
Was that upbeat? Was that was sorry? Was it upbeat? Um, I don't feel any sadder. It's not made me feel any worse about myself, so I guess that's a good sign. Um, but maybe I'm biased because I just enjoy the whole album. But it was Guess Again by Tommy York. Sorry if I killed the mood for anyone. What mm. do we have before that? Meteora Blues by Eve Schumer off yeah. his new album. And you were saying that probably looks like a good gig to go to. Oh, totally. Um, it, it just like, I guess he kind of exists in that edgy sphere. The The record was released on Warp, which is always a good sign. Um, and he's, you know, he's got kind of an art poppy sound on his other records. So I just feel like the crowd would be mostly interesting people and they'd also be, you know, willing to like, you know, bop their heads when it's getting a bit heavier he's playing in glasgow in november um but it's like 30 quid so all right okay it's not bad for a I'll gig cons- i'll consider not- that I'll, I'll note that down it's, a, it's at the o2 um okay so a decent location um 
Let me write that. O2, yeah? Yeah, the Academy. Because I've now got a list of some other concerts I want to book because I've heard that Aphex Twin is playing in Verona in the next couple of months. So that's on my in Italy. horizon. Yeah. Well, I'm seeing Aphex Twin at Field Day in London. But oh, yeah? um, there's this festival in Bristol that's like this eco festival. I can't remember what it was called. But it's like they're trying to be like more than just a festival for music. Kind of political. Of course it's happening in Bristol. Um, yeah. <laughs> like the UK pilg- like mecca to the hipster. Um, he's playing at that and the lineup looks pretty good. So I might try and pull pints at that one or something. See if I can get the bus down to Bristol. And Yeah, I have a look at that. Um What's the, the agency I went with? HAP. HAP, H-A-P. yeah. I'm in the process of yeah. signing up with HAP. Um, Good. That's going to be my summer job, hopefully, that HAP and Deliveroo. Yeah, that sounds good. I mean, last summer I tried to do it. I got a couple of different gigs, but um, I kind of missed the the boat, as it were, on a lot of festivals. And also a, a few festivals prioritise local employment first. So I don't know if that will come into oh, play with sense. Bristol. Hopefully not. I just don't want to have to get a job for just the summer that's going to have me working like, you know, fixed shifts and means I can't go away. I know, that would be a pain. It would be. But if I have to do it, I have um, to do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I th- but I think that uh, working at a festival is like, it's, so I did it last year at Connect in Edinburgh and it, you're, you're getting paid to watch music. Yeah, you know, uh, I mean, it, not all festivals are have a have good music, b have good people, or c have good working conditions. So if if you're missing those things, and yeah, you're it's just another shit job. But at Connect, the working conditions were good, people were fine, and the music was good. Yeah. So yeah, I would recommend it. I'll give it a um, shot. Coming up after this segment of the show, we have uh, our first interview with a band. Is it, oh, as a whole band, yeah. Yeah, because we've had individuals come in. We, who 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 have we had from a band? I mean, Connor wasn't yeah. from a band. It's like him and his band, and Katie and her band. I can't. I'm think. trying to think. Have we actually had anyone that's from a band as the representative? Liam, maybe from Melhouse. But I guess they're that. a collective. Like, there's not. Yeah, it's a bit. Well, no, maybe that's the big, it's the big one for the big 20th, the big 2-0 episode. I forgot to mention that and say anything about it. Yeah. We've come to tw- 20 episodes, 21 if you include the pilot. Pretty good going. So yeah, I did, I did the, the band interview with uh, Musica that's coming up. Um, it was certainly a first in terms of, you know, I was on my own. I didn't have Callum to be my wingman and... Uh, which I am so accustomed to and uh, passive flying colours every time. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, totally. It's, I'm, I was kind of sat there. I think I listened back. I think you, you held your own very much. I, think, I don't know if I could have done that with four people. It's something we talked about previously. It's good. The dynamic is completely different when you're speaking to more than, than one person in an interview because you're, you're trying to keep multiple people engaged. Well, throughout the it's, whole the, session. it's the group mentality just plays into it. So when you're speaking to someone one-to-one, if it gets quiet, you're going to feel equally awkward. Unless mm. that person is just, they don't care. Like, But yeah. if they don't care, they wouldn't come on the show. 
But maybe you said for future um, multiple person interviews, I think we need more headphones. Oh, Which yeah. Is, uh, well, there's the logistical aspect as well. I was thinking, um, so yesterday I just did it without headphones. I was like, we're only going to be talking. I'll just get the mics dialed in and then we can just chat. And, you know, as long as they don't move significantly. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's another thing. It would be good to actually next year maybe look at how we can. I don't know if we'd have the budget to change the microphones, but give it give people handheld mics. I quite like, like the microphone it, setup in here. I won't actually lie. Well, no, I I do I I like it as well. But for group setups, it's harder. So if we are going to have multiple people on the couch, well, do we need to just buy more stands and everyone has to kind of cram themselves all in there? We had two. Maybe. We had um, we had uh, Matthew and Finlay sharing yesterday, and it actually went all right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I did. I did. That worked absolutely fine. Um, yeah, I could hear them both perfectly fine. But you said that maybe there was a need for uh, what do you call it? The conversation lubrication station. Oh yeah, yeah, that's it. The conversation lubrication station. Um, of course, it wouldn't be disassanctioned because they have a bar over there, and you're allowed to get a pint and bring it in. But as far as like the lubrication station. Um, do you, do yeah. you, would, they, would they allow people to come that's the thing is that right now I think that there's actually there's not a bit of paper on the desk that says we're not allowed to drink alcohol there's something somewhere there's a code of conduct somewhere some stuffy formal written thing there's yeah. probably written I wonder if that's if, if that's something that was set up by Andre or just like a like a one size oh, no, fits no, no, all no, no, rule no, from no, the no. union I'll be there since the thing was set up and it was probably a formality that was required by the union yeah Okay, it, well, it says you're not allowed to do a show um, under the influence of drugs or alcohol, but <laughs> it doesn't say anything about drinking alcohol and if you're just not under the influence of it, like if it's not influencing you. So I was proposing a wee mini-fridge with a padlock to keep uh, the rival shows out. I mean, I'm sure the communists would, would just come straight in and be like, what's theirs oh. is mine, and... <laughs> <laughs> This fear of communism, Owen, what's happening? It's not a fear of communism. I'm in support. It's just they've they've written very poorly. Oh, no, I'm, I'm all for of... fear of communism, by the way. I'm not, I, I don't think it works. But I just had never heard this side of you before. They've come in and they've written Dundee Communist Broadcast over, very poorly over the top of my shiny happy radio whiteboard thing. Wait, someone's actually come in and written that? Yeah, there's a, did you not know that there's a communist broadcast on the radio? No. What? Well, I'm I'm assuming it's like the Trotskyist fast faction of the socialists <laughs> um, have decided to do a communist broadcast. That's actually, I mean, we'll keep this hush hush because I actually quite like socialism. But <clears throat> um, I was kind of scared of joining the socialist society because I thought it was all just a front for a bunch of people with blue hair who wanted to sit and talk <laughs> about communism. <laughs> Well, maybe we've got to listen to the show. We'll find out how we could listen to it and see what we're up. Well, I'm going to say up against as if I'm some uh, far right activist. I'm really not. I'm just meaning up against in terms of who is sitting alongside us at Jam Radio. Unless I've not listened to anyone else's show for a long time because I've wanted to listen to Nick's show as well, but he still hasn't got it up on Spotify or anything. Are we talking about... Uh, That's what's up. That's what's up, yeah, yeah. That's what's and up. I, and, and I get confused because I think I tried to listen to it one week on Jam Radio on the website and it wasn't there. 
So I don't know how you listen to it. Um, Mystery. He, he just records it on his phone, maybe. I'd... Well, no, I think he puts it out there. I think just maybe it's not broadcasted when he thinks it's been... May, or maybe it was just that one week there was a problem. Or maybe it's me. Maybe I just can't use my computer. I don't know. Well, anyway, when you're a radio manager, you can get rid of that silly little rule about influences. And uh, we can have our nice mini fridge full of tins of tenants for when the bands come in. I won't make any promises I can't keep, but there are certain things I would like to see happen. Yes. Yep. Sweet. They were also talking about um, how the room would be great for a hot box. So maybe if you could add some <laughs> incense to the, the shopping list as well. No comment.
this is a good recording, man. I can dig it. Now it's time to tell you what's going on. Callum, will you start us off or will I? I think you should start us off. You've got the Friday info, right? I've got all the Friday info and there's lots of it this week. Start us off, we've got Collective and Frank at King's with Toucan Dan, second week on the trot, doing the warm-up duties. Superb. Uh, then at church we've got Teen Spirit which is a 90s rock night I don't know if it's bands or if they're just playing music don't know how it works but that's on on Friday um, at the George Orwell we've got Fat Earth which has been billed for people that don't just like <laughs> techno um, or for the people that don't is that what it it's says? it's along those lines um, it's like I was saying to you earlier the poster's just a blatantly ripped off Fantastic Planet IP um, <laughs> um, it looks alright though it looks like it could be decent tunes kind of disco <laughs> uh, reggae sort of stuff uh, have you got any idea who this who this person is that's behind well, Fat Air I could do a quick google search here they have Instagram it's Fat Planet not because I'm like Fat this is Air. another like one of or Mark's no, like I'm wrong. Right. bolts from the blue uh, I'm saying this is another one of Mark's just like like Picking them just from the just like he just I don't know where he gets the people who play in the Orwell. I'm not where he gets D books, but he doesn't pay D books money. He pays them in tequila. Um, he <laughs> I had he, he, who was it? He had he had that guy Callum Mackey who comes in, who apparently always comes and does a good show, but I've never seen him playing anywhere else. Mm. Um, and then this whoever this is, well, I have no idea who this see, is. I looked them up on uh, Instagram. And it's Fat Earth Society, so I don't know if it's a new uni society. Um, but I, I don't think it is, because it's being presented by someone who's Mr. Mitchell. I don't know. If, um, it says it's disco, dub, funk and soul. So it does fit the bill for the Orwell, I think. And it is Fat Earth Society, is that what yeah, their Instagram tag um, is? But I think, I think we'll leave that there. Uh on at Rad Apples <laughs> stroke Conroy's there's an alt drag night uh, in a cabaret sort of style and at Beat Gen there's around seven with three other bands supporting and finally all this one's sold out we've got Theo Bleak at Sook Sook which we love to see it's first release sold out very quickly and then the second release sold out yep. very quickly so yeah. yeah, it's great because on, on the show, if anyone listened to Katie's interview with us, she was talking about how she'd be reluctant to actually put a gig on in Dundee because she felt like people weren't going to come, basically, and it was gonna, she was going to lose money. Now, Suk Suk, if anyone knows where Suk Suk is, it is um, not a, a large space. There won't be many people going to this event, but it's good to see Theo be coming back into Dundee, putting gigs on, and that people are turning up. And it'll be immaculate um, vibes, I reckon. Yes, I think so, and I was also... Or we were posting on the directory account and the radio, just encouraging anyone who really wants to hear Theo Bleak who doesn't have a ticket, just stand outside. You can hear from outside. You won't. You'll miss out on the free beer uh, and the warmth, but the glorious sounds. They'll uh, they'll come out onto the street. Okay. How about Saturday? Have you got Saturday noted down? I do have Saturday. Yes. Um. So 
in case you didn't know already, um, as we've already talked about in the show as well, the day is finally upon us. April Fools, Dems Fest is on tomorrow. Um, all day celebration. Looks like it's going to be jam packed. I think there's maybe a capacity of a thousand people. Don't know if it's going to sell out, but I wouldn't be surprised to see it get close to that. Um, I'm not going to even attempt to start going through the names. Uh, if anyone's going, uh, enjoy it. If anyone's thinking about a ticket, just do it because it's uh, well, it's exciting to see something happen like this. Lots of people have had this idea for a while. Um, or so we've heard, because when Callum talked about it on the show, lots of people were uh, saying it's a great idea that they'd thought of, but they never did it. So get along. Get but Callum, what event is it? Dems Fest. Did, I, did that get cut off? I think I said it, don't I? I think you, you went so much through the description that you didn't see it. I might be wrong. <laughs> well, anyway, well, I've, got, I've, I've rambled on for so long that it's worth saying again. Dems Fest tomorrow, I think the tickets are £30. There's only going to be one first Dems Fest, so make sure you're, you get there. And that goes out to you, to Owen. Um, then we've also got a couple other things on at Beat Gen tomorrow. We've got a Smiths tribute act. Um, not really a warm-up for Acid Boner, but I suppose chronologically they're a warm-up. Um, Acid Boner recently, Outcast from Kings, is now performing hit that event at the Beat Rave Gen. Renegade. Hasn't it got a name? Huh? Has it not got a name, the event? Uh, I think it's just called April Fool's Day Rave or something like that. Okay. Yeah, it's got it's got the, the jester on the poster. Dundee's nice jester poster. of all things jacking. Yeah, yeah, that's the line. Smooth. Then there's also another festival happening in Dundee tomorrow, Zentech. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Zentech are St. Andrew's equivalent of Dems and they're hosting their own all-day festival at Mains... Castle, is that right? Yep, that's yeah. right. Um, there's a combination ticket that Oda's has made me aware of that you can buy that gets you into Zentech and Demsfest and, and a bus in between. Buses you about. Um, it's around fifty or sixty pounds, so it's a bit of an investment, but you're more than getting your money's worth if you if you know what if you know what the value of seeing the DJs that you're going to see tomorrow. Um, you'd be taking that ticket in a heartbeat. Um, and then there's also another festival at Conroy's Basement called Buy a Ticket for This Fest. <laughs> um, I a real genius uh, came up with that name. Yeah, it, it's, it's, a real, it's an interesting marketing strategy um, to, to try and beat out two other festivals by blatantly saying, buy a ticket for this fest. Um, James Leandu is going to be playing, you said... Cundies, Sewer Rats, Kids on Fire, All Deep Ends, um, Flinch Music. Yeah, Flinch. They're called, not Flinch Music. Um, Lynx, uh, The Disorderlies, Fluffy Machine, um, Mutual Scum, and they've also got a note saying Struggle Town Records. I don't know if, if they have some musician representing them or if they're just going to be involved with the running of the event. But that sounds pretty good as well. I, th I think that Saturday's going to be an exciting day. Oh, and there's one more, is the Caruana Sound at King's, if I said that right, Owen. Sounds like it. Yeah. So if you're ambitious, you can do Zentech, Dems Fest, buy a ticket for this fest and Caruana Sound and maybe a little bit of Acid Boner down there as well. 
you well the Smiths as well. I don't know. That's that would be very ambitious. <laughs> but you're also you need to. Um, I think you'll be needing a, a buck or two to afford all of those things. But yeah, exciting and much better than previous weekends where I've been uh, bemoaning the dearth of events in Dundee. So I guess the only so, thing we can say to that is I just hope it's not a big April Fool's joke. I know. That's the thing. Why is everyone just lining everyone up for April 1st? That seemed like the, 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 the one date to avoid. The, I think all the dissertations are submitted by that point. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. That is good thinking, actually. I realise I've missed one thing out as well. There's on Sunday, there is an event called Sentimental at uh, Bank Bar, which is a charity event organised um, in collaboration with Andy's Man's Club, uh, which is a, an initiative supporting um, pl- creating platforms for men's mental health and giving a place for men to discuss um, worries, anxieties, and problems with their own mental state. Um, there's a, another line of musicians playing there. I'm going to see if I can quickly get that up. Um, I know off the top of my head that our very own Brian Dockwoon's going to be performing. There's going <laughs> to be Contraband are playing, along with Ian Black, Barry Mitchell... This Whistle Sisters, Demi McMahon, and the Bottle Jam Band, and, and Dave and Paul. And Owen may know Paul, we're not sure. Yeah, potentially no Paul. And that's it, that's what's going on this weekend. Take your pick. Cool, sound. Do we see... I think this is where I'm going to bid you farewell, I think. Is it... Oh, have you got to go? Oh, Owen, um, I've actually got to go and see a man about a dog right now, so um, you're going to have to manage music all by yourself. Oh, shit. Well, best of luck with that. Lucky you've already interviewed them, huh? <laughs> I'm uh, now joined by Musica. How are you guys? Fantastic. How are you doing? Bro. Busy this week? <laughs> yeah. Um, tomorrow we've got a headline show. Hunter S. Thompson, so today we were practicing for a while. Yeah? I uh, haven't stopped really, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. As you can tell, we're really excited about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, seemed, <laughs> I mean, we sound less excited than normal, but like, mainly because we're fucking constantly needing need to pure fingers and calluses in your hands. Yeah. You're playing. Yeah. But we're looking forward to it tomorrow and then. Yeah. And then Edinburgh on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Sketchy Beach Cafe. Sketchy Beats. Yeah, that's what it's called, yeah. It's, it's a <laughs> cool coffee. Like, nice little BYOB place. Like. I mean, how, how long have you guys been playing together? That's um, probably the first question to ask. <laughs> I think, I think maybe last year, when it kind of started, was like me and Finlay kind of going up to our pal Seamus' house. Mm-hmm. Most Seamus. We used to like, kind of party up there and drink. And then he had the drum kit and we'd just like, get the drum kit and just play with the funk for like ages and yeah. ages. And then we just started uh, busking together. And then after that, we started doing, we started building the band slowly, um, and then we got to play an open mic at Conroy's. Mm-hmm. It's like a live band open mic thing, and then they started giving us gigs there. Yeah. And then we started playing in Freya's Wish, and we did the DIYers there. Mm-hmm. We all met at college, though. Yeah, yeah we all met at college yeah. years ago. Yeah. Yeah, originally we met at college, yeah. 2015 or something like yeah, that. Yeah. That's three met each other. So yeah. which, which college is that? Perth? Or? Perth, yeah. Perth, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Of course, yeah. 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 And uh, Matthew's come in for the past couple of months, and he's done really well. Yeah, he's an absolutely fucking tits, man. 
that's only recently I've started to feel comfortable with yeah. films, but like, I think yeah. that show, and I think that's more no, a no, thing on use, having a, I think it shows that you have got something that's unique, and that, you know, it's not something yeah. that you can just come in and be completely like, mm-hmm. but oh, I understand this, it's like, oh, yeah. right, I actually need to yeah. think about I think it's always just kind of approach just, it. just to fucking relax, just come in and do your thing, man. Mm-hmm. Hope, not even hope for the best, just fucking do whatever, man, just mm-hmm. let it happen. So it's really just become quite fluid now. Yeah. So. yeah, well, we hope we think so. Fucking, so we don't fuck it up tomorrow night. It's very far away. It takes about half a day to get there. If we travel by dragonfly. No, it's not in Spain. But all the same, you know it's a just for that been I mean I, I, that was the you were fundraising for that last year so that's been a that's wee while right, that's right that was in November mm. the 5th of November we did the fundraiser with who's who translation yeah. with us um, Matthew Simpson I can't remember was that one when Matthew started it it was and then, and then Dan nah it was those folk from was it not the band yeah Dan opened for you 
A knockout with a no. no, that was that's the January gig you're thinking. No, oh. I'm getting confused. We'll play so many gigs. I, I, I think I forget most of the gigs we we'll played. Busy, <laughs> busy betties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The single. I mean, is, is that something like you know you've said you've said you've known each other for fucking ages, but yeah. like. How long have you been decided, like, this is the band you want to focus on, this is like you want to do a single, get it released, you know, like, properly invest, you know, time into the band? Well, uh, I think we never really decided, like, really, there's not the time when we went, yeah, we're just going to commit to this. It just kind of happened. Mm. I think we just kind of got a bit more rehearsal reading and stuff we got and just wanted to play more gigs. Yeah. Yeah, just kind of just gig all the time, really. That's kind of the thing. I mean, yeah, you are kind of, like, gigging, like, Fucking all the time. I mean, do you do you guys you run the open mic at Nola? Yeah. It's on tonight. No, 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 no. It's on. It should be tomorrow. But tomorrow night. It's you're not playing tomorrow, tomorrow, yeah. We've got the headliner tomorrow, so I'll be back on next week. And your art bar on Tuesdays. Sometimes. Yeah, we just kind of turn up to that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's class there. Though. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's good, good. It's good to have. Like it's good to have the open mics where other people host it. Mm-hmm. You know, because like it, it brings a bigger, more variety to like the people you're playing with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you, yeah. you, you get get more more influence. Yeah, you, none of responsibility. You just show up, get pissed, and yeah, we're gen- <laughs> we're gen- all the um, best We kind of have a bit of a. I kind of always kind of wait till like a bit in to have a drink at the open mic because I don't fuck it up. But the one we host anyway because I'll be fucking pissed and I'm fucking don't give a fuck, just slack guy. Ten till two every Thursday. Yeah, yeah. ten till two every Thursday at Nola Bar. Fucking hell. So yeah, it's when, late shift. Yeah, so we recorded the single with Guy Galactic. So did you, did you record it at his studio in his, yeah. his, his, his loft? His mum's loft. Very nice studio. Yeah, he knows his shit. Yeah, he's, it's been done up really nice. Like, it's fucking it's pretty mad. He's, yeah, he's always fucking... Like, I saw him making the big panels to, like, insulate the thing for sound. Yeah. Bass traps. Um yeah, he's good. We had him on the radio last week, actually. So yeah, it was just way to bring that up, man. He's he's sound, man. Yeah, always yeah. good to see. He's done a lot of good bands in Dundee. So did you record the whole thing, and did he produce it? Like, did, yeah. he, did you record the whole thing there? Like, yeah. So it took two days. Two days. We went on one day, and then we went, and then we went a week after to finish. Kind of just polish it off a bit. Mm-hmm. It was time well spent, man. It was good fun. Yeah, that was. Yeah. It was a good, good experience. I mean, I've never been in a con studio before, like, professionally like that before, so it's good to, like, have, have someone that already knows what they're doing with the recording part of it. Mm-hmm. All you need to do is sit there and play. Laid back. Yeah, so have any of you had any experience before that, like... Um, years ago. Years ago. Yeah. Um, there was a place, I can't remember what it's called, but I think, um, I think a Feel Bleak's old band, mm-hmm. I can't remember what they were called, Saint... I can't remember. St. Martin's. Yeah, well, they, the place where they studied, uh, they recorded, I can't remember for life, it was called Box or something. wasn't her garage, was it? Uh, no. That's where she's recording right now. There's a place where the, the, the guy with Deadlock, I'm forgetting what it was called, but there's a studio up there, and I recorded with the Carl Harris there. Mm. That was his sixth studio. I think it's gone now. Oh, fuck's sake. And uh, Billy Mitchell, if you know that guy, mm-hmm. he, he had a studio 54 or something, 57. That was, it was up in Dryburn Industrial State. That was brilliant. It was massive. Yeah. Teapot, done at Teapot as well. Yeah, teapot. Teapot's good. That's just outside Perth with uh, Robin Evans. He's recorded The View. He done the oh, album. nice one. Dodgy as well. Yeah, Dodgy. Brilliant album. Um, yeah. And then just at the college. College has got a, Perth College has got a studio, so just done some recordings. Mm-hmm. 
So the single, like, um, is it like your usual stuff? I mean, what sort of style? I've not heard it yet. How is it going? Like, I, I mean, we've been told we are kind of indie, but like, I, I, I like to th- think of us as like. I think you break the indie cliche. Um, but you know. Yeah, I think everything's, everything's a bit indie now. <laughs> Hard to get away from it. Nowadays, I mean, there's nothing's really one thing that I. But yeah. Band music. I don't even uh, know what indie means. Yeah. If you get right into that, man, you know, indie is just, uh, just a, it's just another word for pop, I think. Like Britpop, you know, pop pop is just called pop because it's popular. And I think indie's kind of turned to that term as well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Indie's almost just the new alternative. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like alternative um, pop kind of thing. I think hearing it from an outside perspective, though, I think it's it showcases all the strengths of the band, I feel mm. like. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get really it's got really brilliant lovely um, lead parts from Finlay right. that are really nicely kind of um, like fully realised and Very given mellow. space to breathe mm-hmm. you know you've got Fraser's brilliant rhythm on the guitar you know different uh, picking patterns and stuff keeping it interesting and just Mikey being solid on the you know the drums as usual oh, sick oh thank you oh, I'm selling it
Matthew, you're the newest member, so yes. to speak. Yes. How are you finding the band? Yeah, I mean, they've just been great, man, honestly. I've not had any... I've just been really easy. Oh. To kind of just, <laughs> we're, doing, we're doing group therapy oh, here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was this just you? Like, is He's um, brilliant, man. Mm. I, don't, I haven't felt any pressure at any point, really. They've been really nice and kind of letting me develop my own bass lines for songs. Uh, still, you know, feeling a part of uh, writing, stuff mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. adding things to their, uh, their own originals. Um, and yeah, just having a, having fun at the same time. So, like, you're talking about writing, like, writing wise, are you all kind of you know contributing your own parts is all kind of an equal effort i mean personally i, I kind of let them do all the, like the lyrical songwriting yeah and yeah. i just focus 100 on the on the drums that's why i just why i know i i know i'm good at that but composing kind of shapes a big part of like lyrically it's like a song as well so you start with a single thing and then i'll bring it into the room mm-hmm. and i'll get really flashed out so um, I, i'll write some songs and then finley writes them as well so mm-hmm. we, sh- we kind mm-hmm. of share the, the mantle there and what's where you start drawing your inspiration from, uh, lyrically speaking? Is it an all, all manner of things? Is I it, think it might just be an all manner what, of things. What's, what's your process? Do you just sit down and write things down? Does it come out in one floor? Do you? It always kind of depends. Mm. So the um, Persian rug was kind of... I think uh, Persian rug was like one little chord thing and then I just like started... It's hard to describe, man. You just just some little bits come to you. Mm-hmm. And you just mm-hmm. sometimes you just pick up the guitar when you've had a beer and you're half cut and you just write a song, man. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. that's how uh, Persian Rug started, and then it just started shaping after that. And we've sat on that song for months, so it, it was uh, took a while to kind of turn it into the perfect song mm-hmm. play and composing as well. That's pretty I, cool. I think I think I think like when you first come together and like, and like do do that first practice. Like you don't know really what you're trying to do. You're mm-hmm. just kind of mm-hmm. like, like once you got, once everyone's all, all jamming and like gelling well, you're like, yeah. it, it influences just come out. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so it's, a, it's like a slow burn at the start and then it really takes a shape. I think it's just time in rehearsals. You just, you just, you just practice a lot. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's like, we, I think we mostly just play it by ear. Mm-hmm. For most things, man. And then it just kind of happens and you go up, you know. I've got idea, like, oh, you've got, you've got an idea for here now, and I've got an idea for here. Mm, yeah. Then it just, just performs up into a singing song. Sometimes an accident's yeah. the best thing that happens as yeah. well. So do you, you just you just go in and you're jamming and you're like, oh shit, play that again. Mm, yeah, I'm yeah. yeah. Just yeah. on the mic, kind of, you know, back in there. Yeah. So do you reckon that you're doing the open mics, do you reckon that you get that gives you a good chance just to sort of trial out your new material, see what... Oh, yeah, definitely, man, yeah. Mm-hmm. Busking as well. Busking, you go busking yeah. quite a bit. Yeah, man, busking's, busking's good. What are your favourite spots for busking? St Andrews in the summer. Yeah? Gorgeous. That is good. Ka-ching! It's a lot of ferry as well. Fucking, yeah, the ferry in the <laughs> summer as well, man. Oh, so getting good. the secrets out. Like, in, in the... Oh, the no, time. I edit that bit out. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> not brought ferry. Fuck off. Yeah, Terrible. not ferry, man. <laughs> yeah. Nah, fuck. Ferry's the best, man. Oh, it is. We did a busking. I mean, I've not been outside, outside Dundee busking. They, they, they've all went w- w- wandering off. St Andrews is fucking tits. We went there in the summer and uh, it was Seamus. And uh, he had to go get his guitar leads from his dad's. His dad stays in, next to there. Mm-hmm. And he fucked off. Me and my mate just like fucking slightly picked up a couple of tins. Went to the fucking pub right there. <laughs> <laughs> like, sat there in the sunshine. That was a, a great time and I can't wait for summer again. Mm. And hopefully get some travelling and just go a bit busking. Oh, be the best time, man. 
Seamus is the fifth Beatle of the band. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shout out Seamus. Yeah. yeah. So Seamus <laughs> be making an appearance at your your show tomorrow night. Probably not. He's a lazy bastard. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he knows what we're all about. He <laughs> knows. That's why it's called Seamus. Seamus leaving me. He leaves that on it, mate. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he says it's he says it's too loud. Unless he gets a date. If he gets a dame, then he'll end up on there. If he's not got a dame and he's not been paid, he'll not be there. Like, uh, <laughs> but he's with us in spirit, I think. One that's been like people have been asking me about a lot is uh, the name, and also the name change. You yeah. can start from where you want, but maybe maybe start from Wicker Chair. Uh, well, when we started, we couldn't think of a name at all. That was when we started, and yeah. And was it was it the same room with the Persian rug that you got the Wicker Chair? No. <laughs> so that's the thing. That would have been some room. So Wicker Chair uh, is an old King of Leon <laughs> song. It's an old King of Leon song from the first EP, and um, we just loved the tune. We always played it, and it was kind of like after a while, it doesn't seem very rock and roll to have a. Kings of Leon song as the band name. Mm, mm-hmm. and it was just um, and uh, Ewan left the band yeah. unfortunately and it kind of felt as well that it wouldn't be the same without Ewan carrying the same name because we're gonna it's going to be very different after that mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it was a good I think it was kind of it needed to change the musica and I think with musica they can stand behind that it sounds like I think it sounds a bit professional and it's there's mm-hmm, nothing, mm-hmm. nobody else has used that name and yeah. yeah, I was wondering after when you changed your name. I'm like, is this single money just a way to go all down in fucking pints or something? So where did where what you know where did the name Musica come from? What was the who, was who thought of it? That was my fault. Yeah, because I thought I thought <laughs> I, thought you I never liked Wicker Chair as a name. Like I thought it was shit to be honest. <laughs> but I didn't like I I didn't want to um, like. I didn't really want to be named after something that already exists. Yeah. It's already a thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause it so the, the, the song or the, 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 the song object? And the band, like, because for some people who know it's a Kings of Leon song, it's like, then yeah. they've got that, oh, Kings of Leon. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, we don't sound like that. And yeah. I don't really listen to them, so I'm not inspired by yeah. it in any way at all. So Like I said, we can stand by Musica. Musica's that, like, it's, own, it's its own thing. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it just means music inspired. Yeah, yeah. I just thought it looked cool, but it's also like, it's music, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It, it, it can be anything because the stuff that Fraser writes and the stuff that I write are totally different yeah. things and mm-hmm. not really, like when we say we're indie, it's just like, well, fuck knows, because we're indie in this song and then the next song, dude, it's yeah. heavy, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like metal nearly yeah. or something, you know? Like, <laughs> I, so we don't know. I'd say music fits if like, because like, we like to do like various kind of styles. Yeah. So mm, like, it's like, it's like, so like, music has that opening to like venture into all styles. Yeah. As well. So you don't want the restriction of the name. Yeah. Nah. So it was a, it, it was a lot freeing, man, to get that new name. Because we listen to loads of different music as well. Yeah. So like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Just from all the influences, everything, and then mm. to what it yeah. comes when you. We're all into our own thing. Mm. I think the new song Acrobat. I think that's one that's totally away from normal stuff. And uh, Finley's music, like uh, his track Loving, it's totally yeah. fucking rock and roll. It's like Brian Jones' turn yeah, or something. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's like Alice in Chains. And then my new song is like, it's, it's like, <coughs> fuck knows what that is. Fuck knows what that is. Acrobat. Yeah. It's just its own thing, kind of. It's more like upbeat and everything. Yeah. It's like, no, you wouldn't really put the two together. Like, like if anybody's, like Joseph kind of 
kind of Joseph K kind of thing I was listening to oh, yeah, at yeah. that point. Orange Juice and that, like dead uh, post-punk stuff I was dead at so, the time. So is it, at all, is it like um, the lyrical content? Is it at all Kafka-esque um, in terms of Joseph K? Um, I think a kind of, where it's a bit like melancholy a little bit, feeling mm. sorry for yourself kind of vibe. That kind of way, man. But I think the song was like I think the first like verse was like it just like ripped off an Amy Winehouse song from the first album, and I was like, well, it's too too ripped off. But sometimes you just save little parts, you write them down, and you just save little verses. So this new song is just like all these bits put together into yeah. a song yeah. with a catchy chorus. Yeah, it's I think with me basically just like pop tunes, but I'm inspired by other things and progressions. And I kind of turn it into its own sound. Mm-hmm. Then there's a bit more rock and roll. He's a bit more. This is one thing, but me, I basically just write pop music hands up. You know, you're you're inspired by uh, Joseph K, Orange Juice, yeah. Amy Winehouse. I mean, it's a real spread. Uh, other three of you, what what would you, what would you say are your main draws in terms of uh, maybe not even like um, your influences, but like just who you listen to day to day. Well, well, for me, I've got I've got a tattoo of my favorite band, um, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yep, it's awesome. My favorite band, uh, yeah. Like just that. Yeah, people be listening from when I was like four years old, so like that kind of inspired me to be a drummer mm-hmm, in a way. Because mm-hmm. I like, like Charles Best, one of my favorite drummers. Oh, nice, yeah, nice. Kids. You go first. After <laughs> you. Um, <laughs> I think uh, for me, it's just got to be um, like relaxed, I guess. So like, anything, I like my folk. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of been getting into Stan Getz. Uh, bossing over years, I've been listening to that a lot recently. All right. Just kind of, do you know stuff to just have on when I'm cooking or chill? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, for me, it's, I started out like Mikey. Like I really got into Chili Peppers and everything when I was a kid, and then I started looking into the guitarist mm-hmm. um, John Frusciante, and I saw that he liked Hendrix. Yeah, and I remembered like, oh, I know that guy. I've heard Hendrix before, and I looked into Hendrix, and like saw videos of him playing with his teeth and everything like that and I was like right that's it and I just started listening <laughs> to him and when I first proper started listening to music it was the only thing I would listen to was Jimi Hendrix oh shit because everyone says he's like the greatest guitarist mm-hmm. and I like I was like well what's the point of listening to anything else then like he's the greatest guitarist this is like for me it was like the pinnacle and still is of guitar playing it's just yeah, like, uh, that's it. Can like a guitar, can I can like a music, a music rush more kind of? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like he changed it, changed the game, yeah. and it's just, I don't know. So it's like that's every it. night before you go to bed, it's just a bit of Hendrix. I love it? Hendrix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, beautiful. I think my Hendrix is mm. probably the Beatles. Not gonna lie. Mm. Fucking love the Beatles. I mean, to, I mean, to, I mean, to, I mean, to, I mean, I like, I like anything. And mm. Anything has a good, has a good kind of mm. solid drum beat in it. Yeah. Like, uh, like the way I see it is like, if I can play along to it very easily, I like that song instantly. Uh, yeah. You were once like, to cover a Toxic by Britney Spears, weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's, that's, that's a brilliant tune to cover. Yeah. But like, obviously singers have to sing it, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, fucking singers that, are bitches. I like Fraser singing. <laughs> yeah, fuck Fuck that noise. <laughs> <laughs> use, that, use that toxic man, you know what I mean? We were just, oh. we were just listening to that song. What was it? The Cardigans. Cardigans. Bam, bam, bam. My game, I think yeah. that'd be a fucking good tune. Yeah.
once had to do a, a like fucking solo dance to Toxic in <laughs> high school <laughs> for the Christmas show. I remember Holy doing it with my man. mates, and they all pussied out, and I was in front of the whole like school <laughs> up on the stage. Make doing this like fucking dance routine that all the girls had like put together, obviously for a bird to do, like fucking feeling my tits that weren't oh. there. <laughs> see, see what man? See if you fucking own it, mate. Then you're good. You know what I mean? If you do it well, you're like Napoleon Dynamite, mate. That's what yeah. I was thinking. Yeah, give me a shout, Napoleon Dynamite. If you rock that shit, man, it's gonna be fucking rolling. <laughs> Well, that's just what I kind of realised. It's just like you. I, I mean, don't, don't, don't be bad, man. I mean, I, 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 I used to do, uh, I used to actually do music theatre. Did I appear a whole show, High School Musical, for a week? I was well, Karma. What do you want? I was like a bit, I was the basketball, well, in the basketball guys in High School Musical. Like uh, basket, uh, the basketball hoop. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because everything just fucking goes through me. He was the vault. <laughs> Class. I was bunting balls, mate. On the fucking theatre set, man. It took oh, a man. good, like, two or three months to set it all up. I was mental. Mm. But it was fun. As in Boston, as it seems, it was fun. Yeah, it's still music, isn't it? <laughs> so, so do you mean, like, you've, you've played shows the size that you're playing tomorrow night before. Yeah. Um, yes. Do you guys still feel nervous at all? Do you know Glasgow's a funny one? I kind of went on. I, mean, I didn't. I, I didn't have that, ma- that I, many nerves going on. I think I just think I'm fucking archie a wee bit. I'm just like, yeah. I mean, I think I think it makes a difference if you're set, if you're the one setting it up or mm. you're the one just playing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I think. Oh yeah, you, 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 like, like for Felix does get a lot more stressed up when he's part. Yeah, he's organising the thing. Because that's how we started promoting our own gigs. Because there's not really much people to give us a chance if you don't know them. You know, it's all big. Yeah. You got to know people, man. So I just fucking booked their own fucking shows. And I came out really well, like a Hunter S. Yeah. Thompson gig. That was um, that was unreal, man. With Adverse Camber. Knackered? Adverse Camber, um, us and Knackered and Matthew Simpson, that was fucking yeah. mental. Was that was a couple packed. months ago, was it not? Yeah, yeah, that was a while ago, man. That was fucking jam packed. It was so good. So let's hope tomorrow is just as well, just as good. Although I think I think, I think it helps that like um, Jukebox and Fuzzy are playing with playing as well, because I know mm. they're, they're, they're quite popular. Yeah. From what yeah. I can tell. And Jukebox Absolutely. actually gave us a. Kind of a bit of a break with Dan. Mm-hmm. Well, fucking love he's fucking metal, but we love you, Dan. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, he gave us our first fucking uh, gig in Hunter as well. Actually, our first ever gig oh. was with Pete Smith and Nick Shane. Oh right, you know and I'm, yeah. Sean Finley. And Sean Finley. Sean Finley put on the gig. Sean Finley put it on. That's right. Mm. Um, yeah. And then um, and it was basically everyone who played, and like two other folk <laughs> and yeah. a dog. <laughs> my, my little brother came before his pals but then he had to get the bus home so I looked bad on us like we were playing and there, there was like 15 people well maybe 15 10, maybe, maybe 10 people there and then they left when we came off and it was like fuck I felt pretty bad but you can't you can't control it humble me? beginnings mm. yeah. I mean because yeah. before we did that we were just playing together on the street yeah, busking man. yeah, yeah. Um, so a few of the songs that we still play today come from that Time like Persian rug was and one of the first songs. Persian rug, yeah. yeah, yeah. So for the uh, the current gig, you've got physical tickets. Yeah. Was that, how much did that cost you a lot of money to do those? Because it's pretty us, cool. Cost us fuck all. Really? I went to the Repro Graphics at the pair of uni, and uh, so uh, Dylan from Jukebox he did the artwork for everything, 
and I was like, can you just, you know, shape up and do the single poster and then do the artwork for the single and then make physical posters. And so, well, obviously, we'll, we'll pay that. We'll pay Dylan for doing the artwork. But when it came to press, getting them done, I was like this old lady at the Repo Graphics team and she did it for free. You just bring her a pack of biscuits. and Yeah, she just did it for free, man. <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure I ate some of her biscuits to be fair. So what actually happened is you showed up at the Repro Graphics, locked the poor old deer in the cupboards and <laughs> nicked her biscuits and printed off a bunch of posters. <laughs> Put a slingshot to her head until we get to work. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. But, but um, the reason why I decided to do that was kind of like a nostalgia effect. I mm-hmm. think. And you look at all three of the works, like artwork, I think it looks fucking slick. Yeah. The poster and the single and the po- yeah. Like does a really good job. And um, the, the, the idea came to me because we used Eventbrite before mm-hmm. and it's, just, it's fucking bullshit. They take money off you and you've got to wait a week to get the money. It's like, oh, fuck that. And it kind of seemed, it seems like we could do a bit of promotion as well by selling the tickets and all the on all the record stores yeah so we can like you know when you put up I'm a post and you want it to be interesting and different every time yeah. so I feel like you know we can tag in the record labels and then the posters in the in the record shop I think it gives it a bit of a well, of course you get the record shop repost and say yeah. get down here yeah yeah um, but we're going to do um, a lot of gigs in there and that but sometimes you just talk about it and you don't do it but um, mm. we did a good part of it we've got to go down tomorrow and see if we did actually sell any tickets I mean Fuck knows if we did, but either way, it's still a, a cool thing to do, I think. Mm. Fuck a bit, right? I stand and look outside I sit all punks and all the mindless I see Everything from up in here I watch the girls And watch the heads down Oh please Oh take me away The way you're going I must be with you Oh we can drive As fast as we can And start a future And no one else could Yeah, so have you got many other gigs lined up? Um, yes, but I can't... Aberdeen at some point? We've got Aberdeen, we've got a reschedule that. Yeah. Um, we're playing in Bar 44 in Perth. 
29th. For the life of me, I, can't, I think it's actually it's 29th. They're not actually playing with Jukebox again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jukebox. Playing with them once again, that'll be good. Yeah, but we love putting on gigs. Like the first one would be um, with two gun down and we're like, oh, it's fucking mental. Is that three us? Yeah, yeah, that was the first one. That was brilliant, man. We did a Halloween one. So what's your, what's your like, ambitions, sort of, like, in terms of, you know, Dundee? Have you got much, go- like, planned for Dundee, or do you want to set your sights further? Um, well, we just played Glasgow last week. Total world domination. Total mm. world nah. domination. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think, I, think um, I just want to keep busy, man. Yeah. Keep my fucking head at my arse and play some fucking music. And it seems like, rather than waiting on other people, man, just fucking pick it yourself, mate. Mm-hmm. And half the time, it's not like we're in it for the money, but if we want to get 20 quid back or something to at least put money in Finley's car, then we're better off p- p- promoting the gig ourselves. Yeah. Because they're yeah. guaranteed to get paid. Totally. So you're talking about, like, you know, wanting to do more, just like music. Yeah. Um, you reckon you'll be doing more at, like, Freya's, that sort of thing? Like, really DIY, just um, for the sake of doing the music gigs? I think it might be a good idea to do one, man, because. We could do one because see with Freya's, um, you could probably you can put on as many bands as you want, mm-hmm. like because it's dead laid back. So th- that's the ideal thing there is you can do that and you can fill the fucking place if you get the right kind of bands. Uh, coming in the summer as well, do you know? Uh, yeah, in the summer, Perfect. fucking brilliant in there, man. And I think it'd be, it'd be, it'd be much better in the summer because it's kind of like a almost like a like a like like someone's back garden. But yeah, like, it's like yeah. a, a, a shed to put put all, all the equipment in. I think, yeah, I think you're on beer now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, the first gig was, like, what, like, the night was quiet up until two guys and Dan came on. Yeah, and everybody came in. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, it was fucking <laughs> tense, man. Jesus Christ. And we had uh, John McDonald play one of them as well. That was brilliant. Yeah. Was, was, that, was that, I think it was the Halloween one. Mm-hmm. Even on the poster, it says two guys and Dan. But two guys and Dan's like, oh, I can't go, and it turns out he was going to 10 with V. Dick. <laughs> 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 I, I, caught, I realised I was like ah, he's got a terrible V but we've got John McDonald and he brought like so that's Reg Got Soul and he brought fucking all this sound system it was fucking mega and God bless him like nobody was, everybody kind of just left but we all stayed and just kind of parried and it was rock and roll it was a brilliant night it was like 10 of us just going fucking mental <laughs> that was a brilliant that was a really good night of Freda's Wish brilliant looking forward to the next Reg Got Soul I think it's 21st of April yeah, I'm playing it. Uh-huh. Yeah, Footless Bruce is playing yeah, yeah, yeah. Reggae Got Solo at Kings. Seriously? Yeah, yeah man. I'm going to play with him. I've been doing some rehearsals with him. Yeah. Doing some yeah, bass, guitar, and um, like electric guitar. Mm. Like, so I, no, I mean, I've never been, so how's it, how's it going to... Does he usually have people up playing with him? or? Uh, he did at the last one, but I wasn't able to attend. Um, but, yeah, we've, we've been rehearsing, and he's had um, Kimberly, who plays with... Yes. Yeah. She's on sax and a guy called Neil, I'm not sure his surname. Um Morrison. He's nah nah, he's an older boy. Um he's played with him a couple of times, the last two uh ones he's had. Neil's been there. So I think this time around I'll be there with Kimberly and Neil. They both play sax, one of them plays alto and tenor. So you just like jamming on the on the records? Pretty much, just playing to whatever he's um He's mixing like, and we sort of play between the tracks as he mixes it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So once it's like the sort of rhythm track at the end of one song, mixing it in the rhythm track of the next one, we sort of just play along to it. Yeah. Yeah. Fit in with whatever he's mixing. That's pretty sick. Yeah, it's cool. Like, how did you, you manage to sort of swing that gig? Um, 
<coughs> well, I start, we started going to John's nights. Um, yeah. I, I can't um, remember how we met. Well, him. how we met him was actually, so I can't remember what it was, but was remember there was a... Beat Generator did a gig and it was for the BBC, so they had Plasmas playing and they had Miller's Collective. Was that the independent venue? Yeah. Gig. Ah, something like that, yeah. And yeah. Um, they were fil- the BBC were filming something. Filming for a TV program. And what was it the guy said? It was like, stars in the, a star is born but in Dundee or something. Basically, yeah. Yeah, it was mad. But <laughs> anyway, after the gig, everybody left and there was a DJ playing. They were all playing fucking soul music and it's just the shit we loved. And I think it was just like... Us three, yeah, and I we remember, were just yeah, fucking yeah. going tits and going mental, all steaming, jumping about, and it was just us three there. But God bless John, and then we just got to know him because of that, because you know we just started speaking to him, and he was fucking sound as fuck. Um, yeah, we just got got to speaking to him, and I think we got to know him properly as well. We were handing out posters for one of the gigs we were promoting. Mm-hmm. We went into Beat Generator, and we were just sitting speaking to John. And, yeah, and he the was order. there. Sober this time. Sober, yeah. yes. <laughs> sober. <laughs> if you meet them drunk the first time, you meet them twice, basically. Mm. You know what I mean? You yeah. Meet them drunk, you meet them sober. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was that. And then once he started doing his night at Kings, we would go there and just yeah, from there. Representing. Yeah. He would I think he's been at a few of our gigs as yeah, well. Yeah, John's actually been yeah. to a few of our gigs as well, man. Yeah. God bless him. Mm. Lot. Yeah, yeah, he came on to rest Thompson and I was like, just go in, man, you're just part of the gang. And he's like, no, no, I'll pay. And, and he was like, I was like, oh, buy me a drink then. <laughs> and he came back, he's like, oh, that drink was more than the ticket money. I was like, fuck <laughs> Sorry, bud. <laughs> Slack guy. <laughs> so I'm um, safe to say I'm on £2 probably. <laughs> mm. uh, I know you've got the gigs coming up, but have you got any more plans for what you're doing in the year? Any more singles? coming up yeah anything in the works anything secret you could share for the people who have stayed till the end not really can't say so but I think um, we booked all these dates as part of our single so we booked all these dates around Scotland Mm. so I think the next stage is to do it again but to a bigger stage maybe do a couple singles and then an EP and then hopefully just uh, promote more more gigs in Dundee fucking rep it get more gigs up there get more gigs in Glasgow um, just kind of do what we're doing <coughs> what we're doing already but to the match in a bit more intense because mm-hmm. we're still kind of uh, mastering how to do it do you mm-hmm. know what I mean there's a lot of fuck ups in the way but you just got to let it happen I mean you're doing pretty well as far as I can tell you know you've got bookings in Glasgow and Edinburgh yeah a lot of bands that never even managed to get out of Dundee yeah you just book your yeah, gigs yeah, man that's quite surprising yeah, I, don't, I don't know uh, what, what was it James Leon do yeah. Um. He he normally p- p- plays it plays in front of MS all the time, mm. and like he 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 was telling us like like last month he never had a good Glasgow ever. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I was like, like we got the Glasgow before he did. I was like, he yeah. he, he should have been in Glasgow well before us. Yeah. I think the trick is to be your own promoter, man. Put on your own gigs. It's yeah. worth it, man. There's no point waiting for anybody else. Just fucking mm-hmm. phone the venue and book it yourself, mate. It's the fucking best way to do it. Strike while well, iron is hot. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's. Anything else you want to add, feel free. But otherwise, I really appreciate you guys taking the time uh, coming in. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, The single comes out on Friday, and the single release show is tomorrow. Um, There is tickets available in other record stores in Dundee, but they'll be at the door anyway. But if you want, uh, if you want your own ticket, then you're better off going to the going to the record stores. (laughs) No, (laughs) fuck event, (laughs) man. Yeah, so get yourself a physical ticket, man, and yeah, keep it for a Hopefully, see you tomorrow. Thank you very much.
Aye. When did the radio station start then? Um. <laughs> 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 <la